0: Hi, Michelle Berry here. Welcome to another edition of Michelle's Plantry where we make magic from the mundane. This week I wanna talk about taking decision fatigue away from your meal planning or maybe even ditching the whole idea of meal planning. We've been able to, in my family, create a meal rotation that we all know and love. So each meal that I'm gonna share with you has been tested and proven to satisfy week after week month after month year after year in our house and mostly everybody in the house knows how to make these meals or a version of the meal and that's where what's really important is sharing the responsibility of cooking with everybody that you live with within reason i mean if you have small children obviously not going to work but what's really important for you if you do have younger children is to show the creativity the magic the fun um, the disasters the mistakes all the things that go into what should be the cooking experience with the kids because when they go to make their first meal you want to, you want them to be able to laugh and be okay with um, disasters mistakes um, bad meals and you, don't, you want to make their experience way different than a lot of us who grew up, um, especially if you are um, in the mom or wife, wife and mom role, um, and it was expected, not expected, but yeah, maybe sometimes expected that you took on all of the responsibilities in the kitchen. That takes a lot of magic away. It takes a lot of creativity. It puts a lot of burden on you to please, and not disappoint anybody. And and it almost made it feel like your the way the quality or the deliciousness or the efficiency and all that of of be able to being able to create a meal spoke to your value as a person. So meaning having a good meal made you a better wife and mother. And that put a lot of pressure on us as wives and mothers and it created this Bad vibe. I'm just gonna say bad vibe in the kitchen, and it took away all the magic because there's so much magic in food and in the kitchen area, and that was stolen. And some of for some of us, um, because of those anticipation uh, expectations that were put on us in as in society as a whole. I mean, we watch sitcoms. We grow up with mom in the kitchen and women in the kitchen. Oddly enough, though. <laughs> not in chef roles in restaurants which is like a really weird thing that popped into my head that enters my head a lot actually Um, there are not there weren't a lot of women chefs women weren't allowed to be chefs but they were expected to be um you know extraordinary in the kitchen on a on a daily basis uh which is insanity but anyways um i want to help you revolutionize redesign reinvent your whole kitchen experience that is really my mission here at um, the Kitchen Witch Energy Shift, Michelle's Plantry. That the Kitchen Witch Energy Shift school or course is really about shedding all your old programming about how you were supposed to perform in the kitchen, what you were expected to um, fit into that role as really shedding that completely and redesigning it the way you want to in a place in an energy that feels really good to you it feels right this week in particular i want to talk about the five meals that we have on rotation that i we share as a family we all now cook and clean and do all the kitchen chores collectively it can be done at your house too and let me share them with you first is pasta we always have a box of pasta on hand and a jar of our favorite tomato sauce now you can you can mix this up if it gets boring but knowing that you at least have that option anybody can boil water anybody can open a jar so you have that option it doesn't have to be this complicated thing if you want it to be a little healthier you can even ditch the pasta and add a lot of veggies so i, I love um, zucchini summer squash um, onions and mushrooms, you know, eggplant, all the things. You can just create a simple um, meal with that. If you're looking for extra protein in that type of meal, add a add chickpeas, canned chickpeas, easy, easy, easy. But basically what I'm saying is, we have a rotation every week, we have a pasta night. And again, if you're trying to be healthier, you can look for alternatives to regular flour wheat pasta, and you can go, you can upgrade to in a healthier version upgrade would be whole wheat pasta chickpea pasta this lentil pasta there are so many alternatives um, you to choose from so that's your pasta night number two second recipe is a taco night so for me plant I eat plant-based obviously so my tacos and burritos include rice and beans which I love rice and bean combo so much with the rice and the bean you're getting a complete protein profile and you can add all sorts of things. You can add cauliflower, you can stuff it with zucchini, carrots, pretty much anything goes. Cauliflower tacos are really big in the restaurant. A side tip, if you're eating out and they don't have a vegan or plant-based meal option for you, a lot of times you'll see cauliflower, like a firecracker cauliflower or spicy cauliflower in the appetizer section of the menu and you can ask them to replace the um, animal products or meat and dairy from your ta- the taco entree and have them just put the cauliflower in there. It shouldn't be any problem because it's already on the menu. You're just asking for it to be a cauliflower taco instead of a like beef or chicken or fish taco. So there's that. So at home, it's really easy, rice and beans. You know what a taco includes, the um, salsa, lettuce, know load it up with all your favorite things and if you want to change things up of course there's so many different um, salsas that you can choose from your traditional salsa mango salsa salsa verde um, or sometimes I just simply put sriracha or red hot hot on my veggie taco to simplify it so that's taco night the third uh, meal that we have on rotation at our house is a stir fry this is one of our favorites it's an Asian stir fry with a side of rice so we'll make a big batch of rice and usually jasmine or some kind of white rice but if you're looking for a healthier option of course go with brown rice or wild rice but then we'll do a, a tofu or in broccoli red pepper kind of um, stir-fry which is really the the sauce is what makes this meal and it includes soy sauce um, like a rice vinegar or something tart, like vinegar or lime, ginger, um, sesame oil, and oh, honey, sweet, of course. So honey, date, or date syrup, or sugar, simply if you have sugar, um, it's, that's, that's that sweet and sour taste that makes this Asian stir-fry taste so good is really literally one of our favorites. You can have it with tofu or not tofu. Basically with tofu, you get the block of extra firm, you rinse it, pat it dry, chop it into cubes, and you stir fry it in a pan like you would most anything else that you saute. You can just simply use salt and pepper, and then you would add your your soy sauce, um, Asian sauce. So you can also, if you don't wanna make your own sauce for this, the um, grocery store has lots of stir fry options that you can add. Easy, easy, easy. Or like a peanut sauce is really good too. And again, you can put red hot or sriracha or red pepper flakes if you like things spicier. So that is our third meal. Fourth meal is this Buddha bowl or grain bowl. And this really is great because it's generally leftovers. We always have rice leftover. We always have some kind of veggie leftover. If we don't, it's easy to create. So a grain bowl is simply a grain like rice or, Quinoa or farro or any kind of like grain grain or even pasta. I've made it with pasta before and that with um, like a bean or chickpea and then you have your veggies like roasted cauliflower or broccoli and then you know Let's say pickled onions. So you create this beautiful Bowl of all your favorite things or whatever you have left over in the refrigerator I really like to add some kind of fresh green in there like fresh spinach or um spring greens and then your favorite dressing like a a green goddess dressing i've used just basic good seasons italian dressing um i like i love a tahini dressing so or some kind of like a hummus dressing so you can do all sorts of creative things with these grain or they're also called buddha bowls now with all these recipes i forgot to say that i've i'm gonna give you a link to people who have have made simple recipes available this is what I've leaned on and how I learned to cook plant-based is all these amazing food bloggers out there there are just so many I'm uh, that's where I get my inspiration I used to when I was first learning I would go step by step by step they taught me how and what ingredients I needed and now that I'm really good at cooking I um, just I just know what goes and I use all these recipes as inspiration so they'll remind me I'll bring a recipe up I'll take a quick glance and I'll say right okay and then I'll use what I have in my house that's the way to be an intuitive cook and use your alchemy all right so finally stews and chilies and soups I put those in one category because when you make a chili stew or soup tends to be a big batch of it which is fantastic you can you can use it for you can freeze them or use it for all these meals of course for lunch lunches and leftovers but um i've categorized these together because if you're making a soup there's it's taking up a lot of space it's bigger more volume in these kind of meals so i have here a jackfruit stew like it's almost like a pot roast stew if you're think trying to figure out like what that tastes like so you do the same potatoes carrots uh, maybe celery Whatever you put in like a traditional beef stew, you would create this, but just simply add a can of drained jackfruit. And I've done this with, made it like a pot pie. I've substituted jackfruit for the chicken and it was a hit and really good. But if you want to simplify it, you can just make a stew and replace what you would chicken or beef with the jackfruit. My son reminded me that we eat the sweet potato, black bean chili a lot. This is my quick go-to, I tend to make this in the Instapot because uh, when I'm pressed for time, I love this recipe because I basically plug in my Instapot, I put um, a jar of maybe tomato sauce or canned diced tomatoes. I've used whole tomatoes, but the diced ones make it, it's just more stew-like, easier. If I have tomatoes, like fresh tomatoes, I'll even chop those up. I'm always scanning the kitchen for what I can add to my meal. So if you do have fresh tomatoes that are gonna like go bad, chop them up and put them in. Then I chop up a couple, two to three medium to um, large sweet potatoes and I put them in there. A can of rinsed black beans, a can of rinsed kidney beans, if I have both or either or. Again, you wanna use what you have in stock but the beans are important, whether you use black and both kidney beans or just one or the other. And I like to add like just a little bit of, of the spices, so salt, pepper, cumin, just a little, a little smoked paprika, a little goes a long way, so you can always add at the end after you've cooked this. Sometimes I also add regular potato. I love sweet potato, but I also like the combination of the regular white potato because it just offsets the the flavors and a little bit of lime juice what's important is i add water to cover the potatoes so that's pretty much what i use in a sweet potato black bean chili and at the end i might add like uh, if i had leftover pasta or rice i can add that at the end or throughout the week but this is the basic general recipe for that It usually takes only between 20 and 30 minutes in the Instapot to cook so I can close the lid, set the timer, and go about and do other things. Maybe make a side salad or do a Sudoku puzzle or whatever I wanna do. Um, Take a walk. That's what's great about the Instapot. Those are our five meals that we use on rotation. What's great about these meals is you can swap out ingredients, you can swap out sauces. The sauces are one of the the things that you can experiment with. So you have your these base recipes, but you can add different sauces and spices and herbs into these to make them your own. So I hope this has helped you. Just get rid of your decision fatigue and give these recipes a chance. And if you, if you understand that you don't have to recreate the wheel every week, you don't have to come up with these new, fresh, exciting recipes, Your shopping list will be easy. You know you're gonna have potatoes, rice, pasta, quinoa, the grains, your favorite vegetables on hand, and soy sauce mainly. We always use soy sauce, red hot, we like sriracha, and um, you always wanna have a tomato sauce, spaghetti sauce, some kind of pasta sauce. Some salsa, maybe some tortilla wraps, some spring greens or spinach for your greens. Um, and carrots, potatoes, the basics, these are the real basic ingredients that you can use in and out of these meals. And, you know, you just take the, the pressure out of feeling like you have to think about something new every week. You don't, these meals are like satisfying. The more you cook them and the more your family gets to, gets to learn how to cook them they become more independent. So yeah, that's it for this week. And I'm going to create a grocery list for you that's coming. Um, so you can have these recipes written out, you can have your grocery list and it, you just, you don't have to worry about what is for dinner every week. It'll be so much easier for you. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And until next time, um, keep making magic in your kitchen and beyond.